Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sharpen with the Bums. This is your uh, friendly bum cog- uh, podcast hosted by myself and my fellow other bum, Eddie. Uh, just starting off, if you guys want to, you can follow us on Instagram at thebums underscore ms and check out our website, strugglingbums.com, where you can reach out to us more even after the episode or before. You know, you guys have any ideas for episodes, anything. We'd love to communicate with the people that listen to our podcast. But with that said, you know, I think anyone that's been listening to us for a while now knows we like to mix it up between serious and not serious. And I think anybody that's listened to the last couple of episodes have known that we've had some very serious episodes. So we wanted to take a bit of a step back and talk about something not as crazy or, you know, maybe even saddening. So on this episode, we're going to be talking about the Bum Tackle TV and the streaming wars. You know, me, I think me and Eddie are at the age where I don't know about you, man, but I had a VCR player as a kid and as a very small kid grew up on VCR tapes, saw the saw when DVDs came in and was there right when streaming became a big thing and to what it is now. So we're just going to be kind of talking through it, you know, sharing little stories here, there and anywhere. And I don't know, maybe a younger audience, like they probably don't know what a VCR, is, VCR tape is. So we'll we'll uh, we'll get there. And kind of just talking a little bit about how TV's impacted us and how streaming's changed all that. Because I think things have changed immensely. But starting with that, Eddie, did you grow up watching, like, a lot of TV? I did, actually. And it's something that, like, looking back, I think I watched too much TV. But at the same time, I still got good grades. I mean, I did well. Played sports. Did other stuff. So I was, like, Still, like, I don't know how to say it. Like, I had a, I did a lot of work, but at the same time, I, like, enjoyed watching a lot of TV. Like, I grew up watching so much stuff, so. Yeah. Well, you, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen the show The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but there's a line in there where Will Smith, they, one of the, his niece, I think Ashley asked him, do you have a babysitter? And he was like, my babysitter is TV guy. Yeah, and exactly. I think I really relate to that. You know, uh. As I've talked about, didn't have a lot of friends growing up, wasn't doing too much outside of school. So, yeah, I watched a ton of TV as a kid. And honestly, TV and movies, just to kind of cope it in there, has been a really good coping mechanism for me. I've always, well, I wouldn't say as much now because I've seen, I feel like I've seen everything and I've kind of gotten bad about getting distracted. But in the past, I used to really just be able to lock in on watching TV or a movie. And kind of forgetting my problems. So yeah, I, I honestly same thing, Eddie. I always got my homework done. I all I turned out well enough. And yeah, I don't see the big threat of kids watching TV. I, I mean, I kind of get it if like they watch like it becomes an issue where they're not doing homework. You know, they're not paying but attention to the parents. They're not doing bigger issue or a different issue in itself. If yeah, it kind of to... is. It's just I don't know the only reason I said that too is because like I know growing up, a lot of my friends sometimes were like only some friends were only allowed like a certain amount of TV time. Some friends were allowed as much TV as they wanted. Some friends were allowed only TV on certain days. Like it was just kind of crazy the the plethora of okay. house rules that everyone had. Uh, yeah, and I think that's just so dumb because I knew guys that like, their parents didn't watch and let them watch TV, and. I, I think it hurt them some ways socially developing in like middle school and like junior high because people are always talking about oh did you, did you see the game did you did you see what happened in this and then you know 
it's petty and small, but like I remember like knowing guys that that like it kind of hurt. Yeah, it's it's so one way to bad. it's one way to connect with your peers, especially at a younger age. And and I will admit, like in a good example of that was Avatar: The Last Airbender came out two thousand five to two thousand eight. So we were seven to ten years old, something like that. Yeah, seven to ten, eleven ish. Yeah. Bro, when I tell you how hyped everyone was for book three, uh, which is the book of fire, or whatever, and yeah. for the four part finale, man, let me tell you, dude, hype was real. Everyone was ready. They're so excited at school talking about it. Y'all got to go home, watch it, stuff. So that you know, it's an example of just like how TV kept us connected with our peers, uh, talking points, things like. I mean, even to this day, it's funny to talk with people like, "Oh man, there's a Drake and Josh episode about that," and everyone knows what we're talking about. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. So yeah, no, absolutely. I remember. Well, actually, I'll tell a funny story about that a little bit later down the line. But moving forward, what do you think are some of the positives and negatives? I know we've a little bit touched on it of watching yeah. like TV. Yeah, I think I'll go. I'll start with positives. Positives, obviously, you get to see stories, right? Your creativity is enhanced. Uh, you're engaged with something. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of good that can come from that. Sometimes it could be educational. Like, it wasn't like I was just watching like popular TV shows like Drake and Josh and Sweet Life all the time. I watched Steve Irwin a lot. I watched like something called Stanley. I forget what it was, but it was basically another educational show about animals. You know, you'd watch like. Um, Zabumafu or other shows that had more than just, oh, I'm watching TV just to watch something. Like, it actually had some educational stuff. And I'll admit, I'll even throw in Teen Titans as the OG Teen Titans that literally every episode was like a lesson. Like, I got a lesson about, you know, pushing past your limits when I was a kid, about discipline, about, you know, leaning on each other. When I was a kid, bro, like, I barely, I may subconsciously absorb that and internalize it and help me carry forward. And so I think there's a lot of good positives when it comes to TV. And then obviously connection with peers and stuff like that. As far as a negative, I think I'll just I'll just list the one because I think it's the, probably the biggest one in my opinion. You know what? With anything, if you do anything that isn't in moderation and you go all the way, sometimes it can be a bad thing. So if like TV is really the only thing that you absorb content from, I think it could be really bad because you're not getting perspectives that might be given in music or written word or books or any of those kinds of things i mean even just social environment and talking in general if you only absorb stuff from tv i feel like you can be stunted in other areas so you know you brought up a lot of stuff that kind of made me start thinking like you know positive wise you know uh like like i've mentioned on the podcast when i was coming up it was kind of poor ish and couldn't always afford a lot but we always had cable and like i think Say what you want. For me personally, it was a great form of entertainment. It was something that didn't always have a lot of stuff in the beginning, but we could always afford the basic cable package, and it kept me entertained as a kid. And I have a lot of fond memories, I think, just as a kid, because that's what we did as a family, and we watched a lot of TV together. I always loved going on Cartoon Network on like the Christmas, all the Christmas movies that coming on there. And I have a, I have a lot of fond memories, so I, I think I equate that to positivity. Um. Yeah, I think it's just great entertainment. Uh, as for negatives, you know, I I can't say I've had a negative experience with TV. I think my mom did a great job of, you know, setting ground rules on, hey, you know, don't watch 
these channels after a certain amount of time, you know? And I think the way she explained is, you know, you just don't want to see, you know, heavier topics that may come on TV that you don't understand as a young kid. Like my mom was always really cool about watching that type of stuff with me to help me understand. Cause I think context is everything, you know? And I think the one maybe bad incident was I saw like the very beginning of Saving Private Ryan when I was a little kid. And I immediately, it scared the shit out of me, but you know what? I asked my mom about it and I got the context to it. And then it didn't like terrify me. I, you know what I mean? So I think, I think it comes down to parenting, at least at a small age. And like Eddie said, moderation. But moving forward to the next one, how did what did you do, Eddie, back in the day when you missed an episode of something? Yeah, I don't I think like, I don't think people know what we're. You yeah, know we could probably saying. we could probably stack the next two points together because they really build off yeah. each other. Basically, like when I, we had already moved, so I'm like telling Simon we moved to um. A different city, a different home. We moved, and then we got Directv, and we could actually record stuff. And like that was like the earlier days of recording things from TV. I'm not talking TiVo, which we have on here, and other stuff. But like that was like within its own cable network, you could record stuff. But before that, man, you were kind of just chalked. You really were. Like there wasn't really much you could do about it. You were just chalked, and you would hope that like later in the week it would come up again if there was a new episode or something. Um, yeah, I mean, we aren't old enough to live in the TV guide era, but we're in the era of like stuff would be on around the same time, of course, but there wasn't TV guides. So you just, whatever you found, figured out, learned about, you'd watch. So kids will today, and I'm glad they don't, but they will never understand the struggle of getting on the newspaper. I don't know if you ever did this, bro, getting on, looking at the TV guide section in the newspaper or going through. Dude, you didn't do that? No, I did not do that. Okay, I, went I might look. Newspaper. I might have looked at the newspaper for like games, but not for like regular TV. Yeah, regular TV, or uh, you know, just w- waiting as the TV guy went down super slowly, and setting like Saturday morning cartoons, dude. I was setting alarms so I didn't miss shows. Uh, what you could do for recording, and there's a couple bum moments in this. You could take an old VCR player. And you can have it basically screen record a certain time to a certain time. Dude, I got so much trouble as a kid because the amount of tapes I broke, I fucked up a couple movies. Dude, I would try really hard. I think I have it down that I actually tape over something important. I mean, just a lot of instances of very young Bryce, like fucking it up. Or I would get my, I would get so excited and then I, it didn't work. Just the inconsistency, man. It was it was tough, it was a tough world. I was gonna say, I think I remember you talking about that. I forget what what other episode we're talking about that in, but like, because didn't you record something over another movie? So when you put it in the VCR, or something like that, it was like whatever it is you recorded. What was that? I want you told say, us about that. Yeah. Fuck, I can't remember. There was a. I want to say it was an episode of Power Rangers. Oh, positive. Uh, I got a lot of my morals and values watching Power Rangers. Eddie said he learned a lesson in watching Teen Titans. Teen Titans I got mine in Power Rangers. So, forgot to mention that. But yeah, I remember specifically my mom had filmed my sister's dance recital with a VC, and it had gotten into it from a, a camera to camcorder to a VCR tape. And she didn't label the tape, in all fairness. And I just would grab random blank tapes, not thinking anything. 
And yeah, I definitely filmed over it. But only half of the actual Power Rangers episode. Dude, it was a bad day. I was like, not only did it not work, I got in so much trouble. And I was hate like, to see it. I hate to see it, bro. It was a it was a big time No, I out. never did that stuff actually. That wasn't I, w- I would just try and get on the TV. But you're right, that you did remind me. I'd look in the guide and be like, okay, fast forward. I know that, you know, Friday evening, gotta be ready for this or that. Like yeah. those that don't know, older Disney Channel. What they would do is like every Friday night they would have between eight and ten PM like a movie. Like they'd play a Disney Channel movie. So like you always knew that at that time, like you can always watch a Disney Channel movie. But it it is tough, bro, because you had to watch Disney Channel to see the Disney Channel ads for the movie. Correct, correct. See, that's what I'm saying. You had to watch every single day to be in the Nickelodeon when they would drop movies, you had to be in the know. Cartoon Network, you had to be in the know. Right, right. You know, like Low-key, you don't think about that type of stuff. Nowadays, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, now it's a lot different, man. Cable's kind of in a different place than it used to be. But you can record a lot easier, so it's... it's, Oh, yeah. yeah. I got AT&T U-verse in 7th or 8th grade. Dude, in my opinion, AT&T U-verse was far ahead of um, DirecTV, in my opinion. Yeah, honestly, it kind of low-key still is, dude. We have uh, Optimum now, which is like a buyer of Sunlink or some shit. It fucking sucks. I hate the interface. I miss AT&T so much. You yeah. can't get it where we live right now. But yeah. Well, it's always can't... funny because it was like my grandma had AT&T U-verse and then we had DirecTV. So it was like, I obviously learned how to use DirecTV, but like AT&T U-verse was definitely just superior. Superior. But, yeah, yeah, dude. You can't use DirecTV in like the Midwest because anytime it rains, it's going down. And that anytime was another thing too, bro. Going, back in yep. the day, back in the day, uh, oh, it definitely, check. whenever there was bad weather and the satellite, you know, you'd have issue with your dish and you couldn't really watch stuff. So you had to watch recording stuff. Um, and even then I actually, I will, I will say, so I don't know if this is just a nervous thing because it was a habit I had, you know, I think in a lot of ways, TV comforted me and helped me be distracted so I can function in a lot of ways. But I think at certain points, if I didn't watch tv i would like kind of get uh like nervous yeah i would get anxiety bro so like i think that was a bad thing i think i definitely pushed the upper limits of watching tv without a doubt but like it did help me more so than hurt me basically and and okay and i will say sorry i'll end on this i will say like towards i would say middle school i kind of started to notice it but like by then too i also was able to get past it so yeah so actually i I tend to think it's not that bad of a thing because for me and my anxiety, I like to go to sleep with TV playing in the background because for me, I have a hard time at night unless I'm just like exhausted, exhausted with my brain kind of, I have a hard time like turning it off. And I find that if I put on like, I usually watch documentaries when I go to sleep. And I find that by doing that, I'm able to focus on that and then I can go to sleep. Maybe I'm I'm sure I'm different than a lot of people because I know some people like it completely black, yada yada. But I and I've tried that, but then I just find that my brain just the whole time. So that's that's what I really love about TV in that in that context. But, For sure, but I'm glad I wasn't alone in the the anxiety from TV thing, man. Because I, I I definitely started to notice that, and I think in the back of my mind, I'm like, huh, maybe that's a bad thing. Because I didn't like fully understand, but I'm like, eh. And eventually, I just kind of grew out of it, too. So it wasn't, like, a big deal, you know? Yeah. 
I mean, I guess in the long run, it wasn't. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not the expert. Can't really say too yeah. much. Yeah, maybe someone that's a psychologist would be like, no, you had a genuine addiction at a young age. <laughs> yeah, probably. But moving forward, you know, I, I don't know if, like, I think we experienced this in younger generations. Dude, we had a fat stack of VCRs. And oh, then yeah, one day, big time, one big day, time. As a kid, my mom just brings home a DVD player. And I was mad. I was like, I don't want to get rid of our VCR. <laughs> like, I have a lot of movies on there I love. And, like, at the time, we only had, like, three DVDs. I was like, this is so dumb, like. But then it was like, bro, for kids that don't know VCR tape, re- rewinding that son of a bitch sucked. Pain. Pain. Dude, you, you had watched to, the movie, you, you had to rewind it all the way back. Yeah, and a couple things might happen. You could not see a movie, put it in there, and then it rewinds, and you might see it. Because some, okay, the first VCR player we had did not have, like, the super rewind button. Mm. So you would just watch the movie and backwards yep, if you weren't yep, careful. Yep. And then we got a new one, and it would go super fast. It'd go blue screen and yeah, super, blue screen. yeah, yeah. It would take a minute, bro. You had to take a bathroom break, take yeah. a, get some popcorn. Yeah, whatever. but at least with the VCR when you're watching, you can like Good. pause oh, it and okay. fast forward or rewind, you know? That's true. That's true. But also, it would eat your tape sometimes. If you're unlucky, it would get jammed in there. You would try to pull that. We have a really old one. Wow, yeah, you're right. I kind of I kind of have inkling memories of that. I Not swear lot, to God, but... I had PTSD as a child because I was at my grandparents. And they had the oldest VCR player ever. This thing was notorious for E-tapes. I got a Power Rangers. I remember this to this day. Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue movie for my <laughs> birthday or something. I got it as a gift. I pop it in there. Something what happened. They tried to pull it out. And then ripped the tape, bro. <laughs> And I'll never forget, like, dropping to my knees. I was probably, like, seven or eight. <laughs> dropping my knees and just bawling. You thought someone had killed my family in front of you. I could. It was so bad. I was traumatized at that time. Funny looking back, but, like, I was distraught. I was distraught, bro. That was devastating. That's crazy. VCR, man. But moving, moving forward, DVDs, man. Game changers in a sense. Because... What you couldn't do with the VCR, well, they got jacked up. They broke a lot easier. I, I think I saw a lot more. To, I've never had a DVD go bad on me. I guess is what I'm saying. And I've, 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 I've dropped some, and you know, actually scraped them, and they've been perfectly fine. Uh, the slimmer case was always nice when moving them around. Um, like, like I've mentioned in previous episodes, you did a lot of road tripping as a kid, and you couldn't bring a fucking VCR player in the back of a car. But you could get uh, little screens that would play DVDs, and you could plug them into the cigarette lighter and play movies. And that was that was a game changer for me in traveling. Uh, in that sense, Eddie, did you ever have anything like that for traveling? Yeah, yeah. So um, in 06, 07, uh our family got a Tahoe. Um, Blue Tahoe, and my parents made sure it came with the DVD player instead of the navigation. So that sparked a whole a whole new generation of thing where, like, my brother and I, sometimes what we would do is we had a uh, in-car um, little mini generator, so we can we actually sometimes would play GameCube. In our, <laughs> yeah, dude, we'd hook it up. We'd play GameCube. In the Tahoe sometimes. We only did a handful of times, but mostly we'd watch movies. We have, like, we still have these, like, two or three different, um, like, 
holders for CDs and it's full of movies. And that's those that like know me and my brother and how often we like talk about kicking and screaming or quote kicking. That's where it first started. Like we got this movie and we'd watch that anytime we traveled to LA, which would be like three to four times a year. We'd watch that once on the way down and potentially once on the way back. Like that's kind of how it was. My dad used to joke with us that he has the first time he ever watched the movie. He didn't fully recognize the movie until part of the way in when he remembered all the different things that would be on because he memorized all the words to the movie because of how many times we'd watch it. So, yeah, we had that. But, yeah, CD, CDs in general, big game changer. Big. It's a big yeah. deal for sure. Because you could, like, go directly to scenes. You could back out, hit the menu, go to a different scene, fast forward a little bit. That way – and then it would restart every time you open it up. Like, it, you wouldn't often pick up exactly where you left off. You have to manually pick off. So, that way you didn't have the same issue with the VCR. We had to rewind, rewind, rewind. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it was, they were lit. Yeah. I mean, having the, in a DVD player in a car, bro, it was insane. Oh, yeah. It was next like level. Almost unconceptional for yeah. a kid. You know, but moving forward, I want, I want to dive into a bum. I got a couple bum moments when I think about all this stuff. Uh, So this, this is a perfect story to sum up Uh, me as a young child, how serious I took Dragon Ball Z at the time. So, uh, when I want to give you, I want to set the tone. It's like 2003. I'm like maybe seven, six years old, something like that. And Toonami is the best thing in the fucking planet, without a doubt. And they were playing Dragon Ball Z at like nine o'clock. And they had like the nine o'clock to like 9.30. And as Eddie knows, man, you missed an episode of GBZ. Actually, it's not that big of a deal looking back. But, but, it, but it was at the time. It was. So my mom... So that day, I'm thinking we didn't have shit to do because as a kid, you're never really in the know. And my mom was like, oh, we're going to a party. And I'm like, what the fuck? And this party's an hour away, bro. We go to this lady's house. And I don't know any of these people. They're strangers. But my, I mean, my mom and this lady have been good friends and knew her the family. But I would never met her kids. And long story short, got introduced to these mini like DVD players. They weren't even that. Dude, the, the screen was like smaller than an iPhone. But it was like handheld, and but it was dumb because the battery life was like an hour long, so you could watch like it was meant for like TV shows. I I remember the kid that had it; they were watching like Zoe One Hundred and One and like Yu Gi Oh, you know. But long story short, uh, we're at this house, and next thing I know, it's like eight o'clock, and I'm starting to panic a little bit. Me and these kids have not been getting along. I don't remember exactly, but I remember leaving because it ended in a fight. Uh, what happened? If I remember right. I got pushed into a heater by accident. I quote air quotes, and I don't. I, I mean, not no one swung on each other, but me and this kid ended up tackling each other because I was upset about that. And then when we roll, when we were rolling around, we fell on one of his toys and it got broken, and it was just a total shit show. And I remember my mom was like, "I don't even say that mad. I think there was some mutual understanding to both of us being upset." But long story short. We got home at like 9.25, bro. And I caught like the last minute of the DBZ. And it was, and I was devastated. I was just, it was a bad day. I didn't want to go. I got in the fight, but, you know, and then I missed the last, I just missed the episode. And I was, I remember crying and be like, I'm never going to see that episode again. Like it's never coming back. And it's so funny now because you can, I can literally go on Hulu and just 
watch every episode of Dragon Ball Z. I can go to YouTube probably watch every episode. What episode was it? Uh, it was Dragon Ball GT, which is horrible looking back. Oh, it was GT, kid. not Z? Yeah, bro. Oh my god. Dude, but I love Dragon Ball. No, I love Dragon Ball regardless. Yeah, that yeah, I, gotcha, like, dude, I, gotcha. I was obsessed. Yeah. And it's when, in all fairness, it's when Goku went Super Saiyan 4. Mm, okay. What was so, he against? No, Omega oh, Shenron or something like that? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's and fair. Got, that's fair. Yeah. That's, 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 it, that's, yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, it's, it's dumb stuff like that. But it's like, dude, as a kid, at that point in my life, I was like, you know, if you missed it, you missed it. And that's kind of like, you know, I remember Naruto went on a break and I didn't understand the concept of that. And I was like, it's over? Dude, I remember I watched One Piece on Four Kids and it just, Four Kids quit as a company and they quit after the Alabaster, which is 300 episodes. So I thought One Piece ended. And it wasn't until like my the end of my junior year of college, I was like, see, I haven't seen this episode of One Piece. That's crazy. Come to find out there's a thousand episodes and I haven't seen anything like, fast. Let's like, do it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. Do you have any good like just looking back like bum moments with DVDs, TV, like as a kid yeah. or anything? I mean, I got a few. So one, you know, when I was younger, it was like Friday night. I knew there was going to be, it was a Tower of Terror was the movie that was on Disney Channel. And like at the time, my parents would like have a hard, like you guys need to be asleep by like, you know, 8.45, 9 p.m., right? Like you got to be asleep. Wait, is it the OG Tower of Terror where the little girl ends up killing her? Oh my God. Yeah. People don't know about that. I really wanted to watch it. And so I was like, it was getting close to 8. I'm trying to watch it. And I'm like, oh, I'm just having trouble sleeping. Can I just sleep in your guys' bed? You mind if I, like, have some TV on, basically? And I had it on the Disney Channel while they were, like, getting ready for bed. And I was, like, fake sleeping. And I was laying down towards the side to try and watch. I ended up falling asleep, dude. I couldn't keep it up. I fell asleep. <laughs> I've never watched the entire movie. Is it on Disney? Is it on Disney Plus? I gotta watch dude, that. I've been, I've been trying to find it. It's... Bro, I think it's gotten low-key shadow banned. Got doxed. It, it's low-key a bad vibe in that it's it a little is. girl who gets it's jealous. It's kind of a horror movie. Yeah. Dude, a little girl gets jealous and she just kills all those people. Yeah. yeah. It's like, holy shit, this is fucked. Yeah. And now they're going with the whole Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion right. vibe to it almost. Yeah. But they're making, I think they're making a new Haunted Mansion or a new Haunted They are making a Haunted Mansion. Yeah, new one. Yeah. Um, but, but anyways, yeah. And then I have another one. Oh, man. I mean, like, I think it was a bit of a bum thing because like there was like three different digimon on um mm. you know bryce and yeah. i watched the one all the way through by the way this is like really my first like dip into what i would say like anime cartoon in this in this non because it's digimon us they made that in japan right they made it in japan uh, it's right? totally yeah. it's legitimately anime. Yeah, yeah so like Yu-Gi-Oh, pokemon i mean pokemon was the first right and then Yu-Gi-Oh! And then Digimon. I wasn't always the biggest fan of, but like this Digimon I was a fan of. And the other two I wasn't, which is the ones that, Bryce, you've watched before. And you, because I know we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, I don't like the one that Bryce's favorite is and stuff. It's like the only one I watched, but like no one else watched it. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I have to keep everything to myself now. That was definitely yeah. an isolated thing for sure. And Oh man, I think there's one more. Oh, the last thing too was I didn't fully grasp 
I can't believe I'm going to finally admit it. I didn't fully grasp when kids were like, oh, I have that. When they talk about like movies, whether it was VCR, DVD. Oh, yeah, yeah. They would say, oh, I own that. And I'm like, are they really saying they own like part of the movie? Oh, my goodness. Well, I was like mind blown. So I'd be like, oh, yeah, I, I own that too, I think. And <laughs> That would be the craziest thing. Like randomly, DVD and VCR, we would have, say, the first movie in a series, but not any others and i was like oh man i'll never know yeah and i wasn't savvy enough to use the internet to look but then you go to your friend's house and they have part two and you're like holy shit yeah. we've got to watch this and and the last uh, thing that i'll mention and we, we can keep going but this is definitely probably one of the biggest bummers i remember and i don't know if we talked about it on on more episodes but i remember naruto coming out finally bringing it on it was me on Nickelodeon, and I remember I missed watching it, and so like a lot of my friends would talk about it, and I was already behind, and I was like, you know what, eh, I'm not gonna watch it. And all these years later, I finally finished it. Like, uh, I finished Naruto, what, like before Christmas, I think last year, uh, or January. I think it was sooner than that, buddy. Sooner? You would, okay, you went through that. You went through yeah. the original Naruto so fast. Yeah, I just I grinded that, and then I watched, and I'm in Shippuden. I'm like halfway done with Shippuden right now, because I, I actually been climbing up. So they're about Nagato and Tachi are about to fight Naruto and B. Um, but anyways, that's a different thing. But anyways, yeah, it's just funny because like to his point of we couldn't just record this, so I couldn't record the first episode of Naruto. I just kind of had to like be there and watch it. I missed it, and then I missed the next one, and I was like, eh, not, I'm just yeah. not gonna watch it. And by God's luck, like you'd be lucky to find those two episodes again, right? In the most random time, yeah. Uh, dude, that I that was me in like Power Rangers for a long time. I don't oh, really dude, like, yeah. was a young young kid on like Jet X or uh, Fox Kid. Like, it was really tough. Yeah. I'd be hyped whenever I saw a new episode of like Power Rangers that I like hadn't seen before. Because like for those that don't know, I'll just quick quick tangent on that. Like I started watching. I watched Mighty Morphin. Because of the reruns. So I know the OG Power Rangers because of the reruns. But uh, Ninja Storm was the first Power Rangers I watched pretty much through. And then it was Dino Thunder that I watched all of it. So that's probably my favorite one. And then it was SPD. By that time, time I was already kind of growing up. So I wasn't watching Power Rangers as much. And then Mystic Force dropped. And then I was already half in, half out. And they did like two seasons of that where they did like an upgraded version of Mystic Force. Um, which it was, was all one, but yes. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like they like split it at one point. They got all super power upgrades, basically. That's how you always divided it. And then um, then they did RPD or RPM or something. Like that, and I stopped RPM. watching by then. Yeah. I had stopped watching by then. Actually, I would just watch Operation the special episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Operation Overdrive is when I stopped. But like I would watch the special episodes because in Operation Overdrive, they brought back Rangers from. Ninja Storm all the way through, like the one, like it was really cool. They brought back some great guys. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'll take this time if I haven't said it. Expose himself, big Power Rangers guy. Like even today, uh, I started with good old. Uh, the first one I fully watched through was Wild Force. Mm. Went insane from there. Would catch episodes of Time Force and like Lightspeed, but never got to see any of those. Never got to see any of the older ones. Like it was so tough. They never did the reruns. Like it was so rare. 
and watched it all the way till RPM. Jungle Fury was lit. Jungle, I forgot then, about Jungle Fury, yes. And then, uh, like, Power Rangers kind of stopped after RPM for a while, and then they came back with Samurai, which was shit. I fucking hate that series with a passion. Then it came back with a uh, Mega Force, which was okay enough. It was horrible, but it was better than Samurai. Anything's better than Samurai. Uh, and then they went to, I think it was Super Dino Charge, then Beast Morphers, then Ninja Steel, then back to called Dino Fury, and now they're they're doing the 30th anniversary. Is actually I think the 28th, and they're about to do like a new uh, space type one. Hmm, nice. But yeah, we do a whole. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know. We should, but I don't know if it's nostalgia. But like Lightspeed Rescue, um, Signal Time Force is calling. Uh, oh. I didn't watch Wild Force, but Lightspeed Rescue, it. Time Force, and um. What was the OG one? Uh, the OG Cars one. Oh shit! It too turbo. Yeah. Turbo, yeah, Turbo Rangers. Yeah, turbo. I watched that. Neo Force too. So I watched all those. Those are just yeah, so Zero, good. Zero's... They're Dude, just Lost different. Lost Galaxy bro. is my all-time favorite. I didn't Neo's watch the that. Best Wild Force Dude. and Lost Galaxy. I didn't watch. Oh, Lost Galaxy is the best one of my favorite. But, it's because yeah. I'm a big Leo fanboy. But that's mm-hmm. a whole other story. Anyways, anyways, yeah, yeah, we'll come back. We'll come back. So, so one last thing I want to talk about, uh, like. Uh, my family, one thing we used to do as a family is just go to a store called Hastings. We did not actually have a Blockbuster where I live. We have a Hastings. Sa- exact same thing. Uh, no difference. We would rent like three movies for the week. And that was like the coolest thing ever. I don't know. Did you do, were you big into Blockbuster, Eddie? Kind of. I would say, I think my memories of it were mainly because my aunt, you know, she'd come over or take care of us. And, um, you know, she'd be like, oh, we'll get some popcorn and some candy from Blockbuster and we'll get a movie and we'll watch it. So that's kind of my memory of Blockbuster. Yeah. I didn't use it a lot, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, Blockbuster was cool because if you missed seeing a movie in theaters, that was the only way you were going to get to watch it unless you bought it. And a lot of times, if you didn't see the movie, you did know you wanted to rent it. And I remember being relatively cheap-ish. I, I don't, I want to say like five bucks maybe to rent. Or something like that, unless you got late fees or whatever. But moving forward into streaming, because that's honestly the second half of this whole thing. Eddie, what was your first stream? What do what do you remember exactly about like streaming? And honestly, let's just say Netflix, because everyone knows that was the first one to come. Yeah, you know, I think it's funny because like looking back, it's crazy. I remember hearing about Netflix, and I know initially what they did was the DVD thing, where like you. Um, subscribe to their service and they will email or they will mail you like certain DVDs and movies. Three DVDs. Right. That kind of stuff. So like that was their OG platform, which really wasn't great. And I remember Blockbuster made fun of them a lot because they didn't think that would. And then Netflix rearranged their stuff were not quite to what it is today, but in a similar vein, they put it all online. That way you have full access to everything. And it really took off and it took a while before we started. Like I didn't, I will say I wasn't using Netflix in high school, even though it was out already. It wasn't until more like senior year college when I started watching Netflix a lot more. And before that CBS and a couple other um, different networks had their own like online service and you could watch some things from there. 
Um, so I think they were trying to jump in on that train early, but it never really took off and Netflix took off. So yeah, that was kind of my early experience. Yeah, I mean, my earliest experience was I had a guy I played soccer with. He was big into Netflix and the whole three DVDs. And I just thought it was the stupidest fucking concept ever. I was like, why would I wait in the mail for it when I can go to Hastings? Why would I? And even when Netflix came, I was like, why would I want to pay something monthly if I could just buy the DVD and own it for the rest of my life? You know, it, it just didn't really sit with me until my freshman year of college. Uh, there was like a lot of shows. Well, this goes into a whole bigger situation, but like there was a lot of shows I really wanted to watch my freshman year. Uh, and I didn't have like a TiVo or any way to record. I was on that fucking shitty ass freshman cable. I don't know if you guys remember, if you remember this, Eddie. One of the first texts I ever sent in like our first quote unquote group chat for Friday Football Squad was trying to sell a piece of shit TiVo I bought from Walmart. And nobody wanted it. So I just threw it away. I was like, oh, man. I was like, does anybody want this TiVo? And everyone was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't remember that, but there's some it guys would be you, bro. It would that, be. We have not, that we have not had on the podcast yet that definitely made fun of me. A certain guy from Texas definitely was laying in it. And I was like, okay, I get it. I'm, I'm a loser. Okay. <laughs> not really, but a little bit. But yeah, uh, no, so we got so we got Netflix after that, and still didn't really understand how to fully use it. I was using it on my Xbox, and I was just really struggling because I'm kind of dumb. it ain't like that. But uh, came back that summer, and I don't know. I guess I just didn't know how to use Netflix because like I didn't realize they had a quarter of the stuff they did, and it ended up they ended up having all Power Rangers. That su- that freshman summer when I wasn't working, bro, I was literally sitting on my ass. I'd never seen all of Mighty Morphin in order. I'd never seen z- any of these in order. And I went through and I just watched them all. And then ended up getting my mom into it. We ended up watching a show called Lincoln Heights. And that was the first time we ever hardcore binge watched something. Dude, I'm not even kidding. Like, we were waking up at like 9 in the morning, going downstairs, sitting in the game room, and watching it till like... 11 o'clock at night and like ordering a pizza and that was it for the day it was insane the concept that you could just keep like even when when i was explaining to my mom she thought it was like an episode a week or an episode a day type she didn't even understand that they just had them all and you could just literally watch 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 it was insane it was insane did you what was your first time like yeah i think the first thing um was the flash actually so the summer before we were good i was gonna go our summer before our freshman year in college uh we got netflix my dad made sure we had it because he knew i might watch stuff when we were up in oregon smokes and um so i was like okay bet and i was looking through stuff i was like oh they have these movies like all the stuff that i've watched before that's awesome i'm gonna watch some of this stuff and my aunt had been telling me about the Flash, the Flash, the Flash, and I was like, "All right, I'll give it a shot." And I just was like, "Hooked, dude!" I was watching that shit like all the time. I like worked my way through easily through season one. Uh, by the time like November came around, so within two months, I had pretty much already finished the first season. Like, yeah, dude, it was awesome. And the other thing too, I did also binge was uh, Supernatural. Mm, I, I need I to watch that. I hadn't really been. I'd heard of it before, and I'd watched some things here and there, and it was a really cool concept. 
But then I got to college and I watched all the way through Supernatural. And yeah, dude, it's pretty crazy. Which just ended like a year ago now. So Yeah, I was gonna say that's a lot of episodes yeah, bro. to watch. Oh, so much. Dude. I had to like stop and then go back, but yeah. Yeah, dude. Benji, but so kind of going back on so I still really wasn't using Netflix heavily. Uh my sophomore year moved into an apartment with some guys and got went back to cable and then it was at my mom canceled Netflix because no one was really using it. And so then I moved into the hub and got shitty ass cable again. Actually, my cable jack was broke and I couldn't watch cable. So I'm like, I'm freaking the fuck out because I'm a guy that I love watching TV. And so finally started doing some research, got Hulu. And dude, the game changed after I got Hulu. Because it originally had HBO Max on it. What is HBO Max now? And between that and Netflix, bro, I was watching so much shit. It was insane. It's insane how much cinema I've taken in since, like, 2017. I mean, it's gotten, like, if I wasn't at work or doing school, I was literally super tired all the time or playing football with you guys. I was literally in my bed watching a movie I thought about seeing as a kid, never had. Truly, the clutch thing about it would be like, oh, I'm back from class. I need to eat some food. I'd make some spicy ramen, and I'd like sit down. And at this time, for those that don't know, this is before Disney Plus, The Clone Wars was on uh, Netflix. So I'd be watching that, or The Flash, or Arrow, Supernatural, or on Hulu. Well, I started watching X-Files, but that was later on. Yeah. I think a couple other shows, but yeah. Let's even explain this more and how that works in college. Like, say your average day is you wake up, you go to class, you have like a two-hour break. You don't want to go home because it takes you 20 minutes, 30 minutes to get home. Dude, you just pop out your laptop, and you can literally sit anywhere on campus because you technically you should have Wi-Fi because you're you know, paying for it. And you can get some food, and you can just watch TV yep. with your headphones on, and it's literally like crazy. You yep. didn't have to bring a DVD. You didn't have to bring a DVD player. You didn't have to plug it in. Like, it's just crazy. Or, like, you're in study hall and you're not actually studying because I can speak to that a little bit. <laughs> or not saying you should be doing this. You can get your cell phone and you can be in class and, you know, class is boring, so you kind of sneak an episode or two or something. <laughs> did that with some bums. Not going to shout them out because – I never I never did that. Don't you worry. Know, oh, man, I never me, did that. Me and this one dude, I'll tell you off camera. Me and this one dude, bro, we were in this stupid class freshman year, bro. And we used to just – I think we watched Green Arrow. I think we watched, like, almost the whole entire season of Green Arrow through this class, bro. It was dumb. We And we we both did well in that class. Like, crazy. Right, yeah. Season one Arrow was different. That was, was great. That was great. We, we literally, like, were sharing that, you know, OG iPhone headphones. It was crazy. Teachers did not care. It was hilarious. But – you know, moving forward, you know, as as we kind of mentioned, you know, uh, Disney Plus came out our senior year. Got that. That was pretty legit. Disney Plus was crazy. That was awesome. I mean, it was – there's some drama to be said about us specifically and someone buying an account and banning people off the account, also making it a apartment account. But it all worked out because my sister bought it. But literally the second it came out, and I think – we ended up using my account more than anybody's, but it was all good. Uh, yo, but now it's like we're in this weird spot. Uh, well, hang on. I want to say the pandemic, I think, had a huge effect on streaming. You know, you get to this point where you can't 
you can't rent movies. You really aren't going to the store to buy them off the shelf. You're not going to the movie theaters. Like you're not leaving your house. So the only option you have for entertainment is streaming. And with that, you have HBO Max that kind of came out of nowhere, but has, I would argue now, the best collection, I would argue, easily number one. If not one, number two. I can understand some people. I think Netflix is still there, but it's it's coming down. Shut up. No, 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 no. Okay. It's number three. It's number three. Hulu Loki kind of blows, to be honest, now. Now it does, but it's good. It's Disney Plus and HBO Max. Yeah. No, bro. Shout out to Apple TV, my guy. Oh no, I don't touch Apple TV. But Dude, here's the, here's the, what? people people are seeing the the issue here. So before we had cable where everything's on one, you could record all different stations. Now you got Apple TV, you got Netflix, you got Disney Plus, you got Hulu, you got HBO Max, you have Paramount Plus, Discovery Plus. Am I missing any? Gotta be more uh, than that. There's Paramount Plus, there's Funimation, Crunchyroll. Yeah, there's uh, 5 billion different streaming services now. Movie. And that does create an issue. And to quote Ron Burgundy, the market is greatly saturated nowadays. Seriously, like it's not good because, you know, it's something that like my dad would often talk about. It's like, look, you pay like, let's say $100 a month, right, for cable. For cable, yeah. Right. And you have all those stations. You can record whatever. You know, you can go access these things, da da da, da right? Netflix was like, nine dollars or ten dollars for a while and now it's like 15 now yeah it's like 15 now disney plus is like 12 which are actually increasing i think they're gonna go even higher to like 19 or something like that i heard that i haven't seen that i've heard it i haven't seen it though hulu's like 12 bucks yeah hulu's more than that bro it's like 15 now really what's the hbo max hbo max is like 15 yeah so at this point, you're already like $65. And then if you want like yeah. Paramount Par- and the other stuff, Par- Apple TV, whatever else, like it's even more money. You're you're hitting like a hundred dollars plus. You're much you're you're at or more expensive than normal cable. Well, Funimation, I just got funny set Funimation, which I was paying five ninety nine a month for, just gave me an email today and I'm gonna be paying nine ninety nine dollars a month. And I'm like, what the that's what I'm saying. So now we're running yeah. an issue where you have so many different streaming services and everything's so disparate and, and broken up that it's almost like you have an issue. Now you don't want to pay for – oh, YouTube TV is the other thing I was thinking of too because they yeah, have their own thing. Know. That's pretty cool. I've I, seen it. I, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, I'm not saying it's bad. I just – I don't pay for it. Yeah. So like you got all this stuff, man, and it becomes an issue where the market really is saturated. And I guess it's cool because you can have all the competition, but at the same time, it's not like everything is all the same. It's not like how there's I not say it? much crossover. Right. Like, if you want to watch a series on oh Peacock too, which is right Peacock as well. See, here's the problem. It's like say you want to watch uh, all the DC shows. You gotta you gotta get HBO Max. There's no other fucking way to watch that. Say we want to watch a whole bunch of Star Wars and Marvel. You gotta get Disney Plus. Say you want to watch The Bear, because that's that's a big show that's kind of come out recently. You got to get Hulu. Like, do you see that? You want to watch Stranger Things? You got to be on Netflix. Netflix, exactly. You know, and now what you're seeing, too, with Stranger Things is they're really starting to... Companies are realizing this, especially ones that are hurting, like Netflix, and they are spacing these shows out. I mean, they put a monk gap on Stranger Things just because they wanted people to not... Because what what people what I think some companies are saying now from what I've been seeing is people will subscribe for like a month, watch all the stuff, and then dip, which isn't a bad idea. 
I mean, it's a big commitment in a sense because there's a ton of content on these networks. But like, that's that's low key what I did with Apple TV. I've got Ted Lasso season two. I watched all of Ted Lasso. I watched the Kevin Durant show. I watched uh, this Alien Invasion show and a whole bunch of other stuff. And then I was I, I did because I was like I don't want to pay the six dollars a month continually, and I'll go get it again once I get some more seasons on there. Yeah, that's what I'm about to do with Funimation, bro. Because like I love anime and I love being able to watch it when I want to, but like a lot ten to- you gotta pay a lot. Yeah, dude, it, ten dollars a month, up, dude. It piles yeah. up, hundred percent. Ten dollars a month for something I'm maybe a, in a grand total watching for honestly a week's worth. It's it's like why wouldn't I just you know, it's ten bucks. Get it for the month. Watch what I want, and then take it off. You know, absolutely. I, I mean, I think one way it works now in my family is that my sister has a couple of them, my mom has a couple, and I have a couple. So it's not we have what we want, and not every everyone's not paying like a super big ton amount. But you know, if it was all on one person, it would definitely be more than what a cable package is, unless you get something crazy. Now that you get like the two hundred and like. 50 plus channels, all HD and stuff like that. Now, I will say this getting a little nitpicky here, though. In my opinion, I think Hulu and, and I can't speak to Apple TV, but I think, in my opinion, Hulu and Netflix still have the best interfaces. Disney Plus's website is kind of shit. It's it's trash. HBO Max uh, is also trash. What? My, I think it's what trash. F- I think the interface is trash. Uh, Hulu's okay, but I think Netflix is really the best interface. I'm serious, dude. I'm being serious, man. Yeah. I'm talking from ease of access. I'm talking of discovery. I'm talking about categories, searching, um, the way that you can highlight film, see a preview, slide through things easy. Like with Disney Plus, you have to like you can't just go back to where you were before or just view and go. You have to like go all the way back out and then keep going. And that's very similar for HBO Max. So that's kind of where I'm at with those. It's so- super nitpicky though. Hundred percent, I acknowledge absolute nitpicky. I still have, we still have these serving these streaming services, but yeah, yeah. I would argue that Paramount Plus is pretty shit. Prime used to be really bad, but they have kind of turned it. Into oh, two. I forgot about now, Prime. Dude, I have Prime you, TV. You you gotta get Prime to watch because, Invincible. Yeah, on the boys and Wheel of Time, Wheel and now time. Rings of Power. Oh yeah, that's the whole reason we got Amazon Prime. Yeah. I literally talked my sister into it so I could watch Lord of the Rings, which I should be able to watch in about an hour. No, it comes out the second. Tomorrow night, bro. Sorry. Tomorrow God night. dang it. I have my hopes up so high. Yeah, sorry. And I'm traveling tomorrow, so god dang that's it's gonna piss me off a Pain. little bit. No, I was gonna Pain. say I only I got Prime but, just so I could watch Wheel of Time. Literally the yeah. only reason I got it. Yeah. But it's inter- I think Netflix has horrible interface for me personally. I like the old version they had on the Xbox 360. I thought that was good. But yeah, that's dating myself a little bit there. But interesting. I, I, I don't like it now. I think HBO Max and News has the best by far. Uh oh, what is it? Paramount Plus is pretty trash. It's not it's not great, but I mean it's usable. I, I think what does it for me is like I think I get part of what you're saying is like Disney Plus is so bad because you can be watching a show and you leave like mid-episode, you gotta go do something, you come back, and then it's like sometimes the episode's just not there or it doesn't save your place. I've had that happen, which is one reason I love HBO Max because not only does it save 
say you're watching a whole bunch of different episodes, kind of shop around. It saves all of those exactly where you left, and it's always at the very, it's always at the very beginning of the screen. Like I love that. I love the categories and how there's the DC section, there's the TC Turner Classic Movie section, Warner Bros. section. Like I really enjoy that. I love how it shows what's coming to it, what's leaving it. And I don't think Netflix does a good job of of showing what they shows they're gonna, are leaving or coming. Okay, I'll yeah, check it they, out. They tonight. have it now, I think. Okay. Oh, oh actually, you you got a good point though because I think Amazon Prime does that really well. It puts yes. that front and center when you scroll through yeah. the home. It's like, oh, catch it before it leaves in two days, which is how yeah. I watched. Um, I hadn't watched AVP Requiem in a while. Yeah, and I was really feeling it, and I was like, "Man, I want to watch it." And I searched; I was like trying to figure out where to, and it was on it was on Amazon. Well, it's down on Hulu, but yeah, and I didn't know that, so it was on on Amazon. I was like, "Oh, it's gonna go in like two days," so I watched it that night. Yeah, absolutely, and and then I think Hulu. I just love the my stuff category separates it into networks. You can save a network, which I think is a cool concept. You can save movies, and it does the expiration date. The only thing I don't like is it really won't tell you something's leaving until about 30 days out. But honestly, if you're watching every day, single day, you know, I don't know. You should you should probably know 30 yeah. days out if you're going to watch something. But, you know, I, I think streaming was came at a perfect time for it because I couldn't imagine the pandemic without it. Because right. I don't think people understand how much free time society had. Like, I was playing, I was going to school full time, which was a fucking joke. Because my teachers had given up, just like the rest of us. But yeah, I'm saying like I had from noon to like 4 a.m. to do whatever I wanted, and like beside, I took an hour to work out. Sometimes I took maybe an hour to cook. Sometimes, but besides that, like we play video we, games. That's we, about it. But but think about this: we only play video games from like. Say eight o'clock was the earliest I true. ever remember. That's true. Start. That's From true. From eight to like fucking two a.m. Yeah, two a.m. Yeah. Three a.m. But it's like, dude, what are you gonna do for those eight hours when you're stuck in your room? And that, you know what I mean? It was just like, yeah, dude, yeah, I, sure. I bench watch ER. You want you want to talk about a grind, bro? Woo wee! <laughs> I rewatched Grey's Anatomy. Yikes! I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Why I'm caught up on it now, but yeah, I mean that's kind of my point. You know, I think streaming is a good thing overall. I'm not gonna. I, I really don't have anything bad things to say about. It. Is cable dead? I don't know. I mean, I think they'll all. It'll always. I, I don't stay think alive it is. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna of, stay alive. Yeah, I think it'll be alive because one, elderly people seem to really struggle with streaming, and also I think uh, live games. That's the only thing streaming really. I haven't found a stream network that. Even if it has the live game, it's so far behind, bro. You guys will text me in the group chat about something that happens before I see the play, <laughs> which pisses me off. You know what are you gonna do? Yeah. But yeah, no, but I yeah, agree. But I think I think we I might see streaming services, certain ones, actually fold over. I think we will. I think I think some are gonna end up folding over just because it like. I don't think Paramount Plus is going to last. I don't think Discovery really? Plus. You know what I mean? I don't think some of these things are going to really last all that much. See, Maybe I, I'm wrong. I, I think you're wrong because I don't know if you saw it. Discovery Plus just merged with Warner Bros. for eight, Oh, did it actually? Max. Yeah. And I believe oh. Discovery Plus is the one that bought HBO Max. Dude, Warner Brothers on other news is broke as hell. Yeah, they, can only re- they can only release two movies this year because they don't have right. the money. So 
yes and no, I guess, but I don't know what how you would classify a merger. And Paramount Plus, I would argue too, it's not going anywhere because it's technically CBS, mm. and they're releasing a ton of like homemade content that I yeah. just. And they've been dropping CBS uh Paramount movies get the get to Paramount Plus faster than anywhere else. So I think honestly Netflix is the one that's most likely because they're, they're not losing... linked up to the TV, huh? No, the quarterly Eddie, they're losing money like mother. Yeah. They are bleeding. Yeah. They are bleeding hard. Netflix, I think, is more likely to crash than who. Because who has to deal with uh, FX and like USA like they did? Netflix and in this too, and I know you can speak to it. Netflix does a great job of making these original TV shows or movies, and then they either cancel or they cap them at one fucking season. Yeah, Bro, you know how frustrating that is. And, it, and it's like and they do, and, and, and you can't argue that they don't do well because every time it happens, you've got. Twitter blowing up, and I get it. Twitter's not the whole world. Don't get me wrong. Fully, fully aware of that. Right. But obviously, it's more than enough people that are subscribed and watching these shows that you cause a tidal wave on a big social media site. Yeah. But- where, where everyone who may not even watch these shows hears about it. Yeah. So, like, obviously, people are, are tuning into this stuff. Yeah, bro. I mean, look at the Queen's Gambit. I, I mean, I remember people just being outraged that they couldn't come up with an idea for a second season. I mean, that really made uh Undertaker Joy's career. I think that's what Sidorian the Superstar at least. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Oh, that's been a while now, huh? Since Yeah, because yeah. that came out like Tuesday? I don't know. During the heart of the pandemic, nonetheless. But it was a huge deal. And it was the biggest show on Netflix. Everybody was talking about it. Everyone's like, Oh, I should play chess. And then everyone was like, oh, they're not going to make another season? You mean there's no more content to make another season? Yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Come on. And there's countless shows. Grand Army, which I feel like it was a heavily slept on TV show. You haven't seen it on Netflix. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. What else on Netflix got canceled after one season? It's just like. There's been a lot, dude. Oh, yeah, there has. A lot of them aren't, aren't stuff that I normally would watch, though, is the thing. Like yeah. the only one that I can think of that I can't I can't even think of one right now. Wow. They will come back and like throw Bro, something. I'm in so the grateful concept. though that like Fear Street didn't get canceled, dude. You know how pissed I would have yeah. been if they didn't oh, finish dude. that shit. Bro. That was a great horror film. Great horror films, I should say. But anyways, yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah. I'd probably probably look to wrap this up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, hey guys, uh this has been Strong with the Bums. Like I said, we wanted to do a lighter episode for you guys. This has been the Streaming Wars and Cable VCR DVDs. You know, I'm sure there's some older motherfucker out there. It's like, we didn't have DVD or VCR tapes when I was a kid. You were just screwed. Yeah, you, you like, had four right. channels and yeah, local news. And... And black and white, and the TV was wrapped. God, yeah, yeah. Go visit Arrowhead Stadium. It's got yeah. a wrapped TV there for you. <laughs> exactly. um, but yeah, this has been Strong with the Bums. I'm glad we got to do a more lighthearted uh, episode. Don't worry, guys. We have more deep dive and dark com- dark episodes in the future. Uh, so don't think we're getting soft or anything on you. But, hey, this has been Strong with the Bums. Please check out our social media again at thebums underscore ms. And check our website out at strugglingbums.com. We will see you bums later. Adios.